What a big win for Mike Boynton and the Oklahoma State Cowboy basketball squad. We're officially heating up, winning five of our last six and three in a row now. And unfortunately for TCU basketball period and in general, last night was just pure and simple destiny. Ladies and gentlemen, I promise you, once you hear why it was destiny, it may in fact just blow your mind. You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl-related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you kindly for stopping by to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. You can find me on Twitter, at Odeo State. We're available on all of your podcasting platforms as well as YouTube. Do the internet thingies, guys. The, the, the like and the comment and the subscribe and the share and all that fun jazz. Because today, today's the day that we get to talk even more about basketball. Obviously, you know, we, we've been on this kick about Gagariba. And I'll get to that because I think there's a conversation that does, in fact, need to be had. No, I, okay, sorry. I don't think there's a conversation. I know there's a conversation that needs to be had because I understand some of the financial constraints that people are having at the very moment. So I actually put up a poll yesterday uh and it got uh, quite a bit of traction but currently it's leading 53 percent to over to 47 percent on the side of the issue filling up galagraba to the brim is pricing not fan support it's just it's an odd time right uh and i know mike boynton was doing the free ticket thing to students there at the end but you know if you look at the ticket prices for the 200 300 section it is it's it's crazy and then you had OU. I know they had to do the free tickets due to the weather, but you know, they had 13,400 in there and what's the 9,581 is what we had, which is good, right? A 90, 9,500 crowd is, it's not only good, but as we'll get into, it's more than enough. Right. But again, that's not the point. The point is we need 13 K because most people that are going to these games have not experienced that the students that darn sure have not. Right. So there's a lot of this generation that doesn't see that 13,600 style of game inside Galgrab. And it's just really sad that we're pricing ourselves out of having those opportunities, which is a benefit to the players, to the fans. Mike Boynton's basically, you know, he, he doesn't mind promoting himself and the basketball team and the program and how to get into the games. So if he's willing to put the time forth to basically give sales pitches when all we've basically been saying is we need him to win, we need him to win. So now we're winning. Now we're on a hot streak. Now we're doing very, very, very well. And nobody really wants to face us, especially inside Galagariba. And again, 9,500, 10,000, 11,000, we've had those crowds this year. Those are good, but it's not the same. So uh, can somebody help me get this out to, to Weiberg and, and, and Trum and just plead for a way that we can make this a lot easier right it's a lot more advantageous people will have to already spend x amount of dollars on fuel just to get there knowing you have a good contingency of your fan base in the tulsa and parts of the oklahoma city area it just you know 
it is bothersome because I want to see 13,000 plus and so does everybody else. But it seems like from a financial constraint standpoint, we're kind of kind of limiting ourselves. Uh, and you don't want to be limited. Just like if you're looking at betting, you don't want to be limited in, in that direction as well, which is why FanDuel is really the only option for you. It's the best option for you. And it's the official betting sports partner of the NFL. So hey, you don't want to be left like that. Okay. Anyway, so when I said this was destiny, I meant it 100%. Yesterday, we beat TCU 79-73. to Making the series between Oklahoma State and TCU in basketball, you guessed it, 79-73. and And uh, getting any sweep in the Big 12, right, it's a difficult proposition and a fairly rare bird. So if you see my friend back here, right, huh, this guy, we're, we're, we're going to go ahead and throw him up whenever it's sweeping season. So hopefully we get a lot of him thrown up in basketball season, which is why, you know, we can kind of mess with the names as they go on. But in honor of getting the sweep in Bedlam, in honor of Caleb Boone dominating OU to help us get that sweep, in honor of J.C. Hoyt and Cowgirl basketball sweeping the TCU Lady Horny Toads, and in honor of Caleb Boone dropping a 25-burger inside Gal Grava to help us hold off TCU for a possible, you guessed it, Sweep City. Coming straight at you from Lob Stilly, please, please help me welcome to the show my new main man, Mr. Boone Brumerson. Also, I, I do have to do a, a little bit of housekeeping. Um, so one thing I, I think I've decided to do is at certain intervals in the subscriber area, I'm going to do like a giveaway type thing. So for my 500 subscriber, that is Mr. James Thomas. Uh, I will try to get directly in contact with you, brother, and, and get you hooked up with something. I've got some ideas. Like, for instance, you know, I'm thinking maybe something like one of these. I don't know why I'm making it difficult for everybody, but yeah, a little mini helmet. Uh, and the idea here is, yeah, I'll have something, whether it be from my wall or again, a mini helmet or something to that effect. I'm going to have uh, some of the guests on the show autograph it. So the, the 500 guy, we're already hooked up there. And then for number 1000, we're going to do even more. And I think we're just going to start making this a thing on regular intervals at those 500 sections, I, I, I think. But yeah, so congratulations, James. I'll make sure to start getting something like that out to some of the guys that have been on the program uh, to see if I can uh, get that to you. And then we'll do the same thing for number 1,000. So push it, push it, baby, push it. All right, guys, before we continue to break down all of this fun jazz, you know I've already hinted at the whole FanDuel experience for you, just for you, because, you know, we have that. We have that kind of relationship. I've already told you this year, the only app that you really need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel. It is America's number one sports book. We're insanely excited to be partners now with FanDuel. It's huge for Locked On and realistically, it's huge for them. Because again, them being the number one sports book and us being the best growing sports shows in America. This is, this is nothing but good news for everybody involved. And they have so many great features that make betting on sports really fun and easy. So. Download FanDuel right now so you can bet on Super Bowl 57 with our no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from money lines, point spreads, and who will even score the next touchdown. FanDuel is a safe, 
secure, and super easy app to use. And best of all, you get all your monies, cash dollars instantly. So go to Fandle.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. Again, that is Fandle.com slash locked on. Make every moment mean more with Fandle, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Yeah, so this this whole thing that, that we've kind of established, basketball, Mike Boynton talked about it. It's instilling more toughness. And the statistics that are kind of surrounding toughness, right? You don't you don't get on the stat sheet for laying your body on the line. You don't you don't get on the stat sheet for, for literally diving all over the floor for loose balls and getting up and down the court and sacrificing yourself to take charges and so on and so forth. That toughness has been installed, and it's partially because of how close the guys are, how close the team is. And and clearly Mike Boynton is the is the uh, the catalyst in there. Now, we already talked about the crowd being 9,581. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty daggone good. It was a good crowd, and they felt it. That's really what matters. I get that. Uh, the, the student section was rocking and rolling. The student section you know, overflowing now pretty regularly, which is massive. Again, just promote everything on campus if you got to. F- find a way to, to get the 13,000 in there because I, I, I can tell you with 100% certainty that there are lots and lots and lots of people who want to be there, but they've got to make the drive and, and they've got to contemplate X, Y, and Z in today's economy. And it just, it sucks. It sucks. I'm just going to call a spade a spade. But nonetheless, 9,500 people gave such a quality energy that it mattered. My boyfriend even said, if this game goes down the way it does, i.e. we lose a 19-point lead on the road, probably don't win this one. Right, and he's probably accurate. This home crowd did do the job. So again, if we know 95, 9,600 people, 11, 10,000 people, if we know those guys, almost automatically equal more points. That almost automatically equal another shot at a W. Imagine, just imagine what that place will do with 13K. I mean, you do a giveaway or, or um, you know, if you buy this many tickets, you get this many free. Come on, guys. There's got to be a creative way that we can bring the life back. Right? We all, um, everybody's kind of invested, internally at least, in making sure that this next year with Gundy is as is, is fluid as it can be, I guess. Right? We're obviously not shaking up the cobwebs too daggone much. We're keeping everything fairly simplistic. Transfer class is phenomenal. I love the Nardo hire. All of the coaches come back on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, what ninety percent of the defense darn near comes back. It, it's it's going to be a good one, right? As far as productivity is concerned. But when you look at the basketball stuff, realistically, right now, what do we got to say, Caleb? Caleb, Caleb, Boone, guys, please help my guy, y'all. It is always in NIL, NIL season, 24-7 for, for the, these dudes, right? It just It is. This is part of the game now. And we want them to learn how to handle life, love, the pursuit of scholastics, pain, mistakes, highs, lows, the contempt, the, the pessimism that they get, whilst also trying not to get too high and also being hungry but still being a lion on the court and humble or better yet a tiger hopefully y'all catch that reference 
So you take all of that that these guys got to deal with. They're basically now semi-professional businessmen that we're asking them to be at 17, 18, 19 years old. Now they have to learn how to manage money on top of all of this. But you can't learn how to manage something you ain't got. And the more you have, the more ability you're going to have to expand your ability to understand that thing. That thing being money. So help me expand his name, guys. His name, his image, and his likeness. Because he's earned it. And if we want guys to continue to be relaxed enough and confident enough to make these decisions, like, oh, heck, I don't know, not transferring, not feeling the extra pressure of feeling like they absolutely need to enter the draft. Notice I didn't say NBA draft because this is applicable to every single draft and every single sport. Some of these guys have earned our appreciation, right? And if it's in your ability to do so, if you're in the position to do so, please help to spread the love for my dude. Because if there's any shot, and I don't know that there is, I've heard conflicting stories on him coming back for another season. He's going to have a draft stock if he continues at this race. So we need to help ourselves by helping him. All right. So whenever you look up and down the lineup, we know how good we are. And from Caleb's perspective, he's been asked to be more aggressive, to be more assertive, to be that rock down low that we can play through, right? Kind of like a Marshall Moses. Musa Sise is definitely a beast. And Musa Sise is probably the most realistic candidate to end up in the in the NBA after this season. There's a chance he comes back, but you know, I would say slightly, slightly doubtful because he's ready and we get it. But when he's on the court, in and of itself, it changes what the other team can and cannot do. And John Michael Wright had a clutch game, especially right down the stretch. Um, but you know, I Mike Boynton has even said he still wants John Michael Wright to be a little bit more assertive, to be a little bit more aggressive. Because he's surely capable of helping the team like today, you know. And the transition from coming uh, through the Big South Conference now to the Big 12, it's been fairly minuscule, has it not? You know, his development has been, it's been beyond fine. And again, he helped us close out that game. And he had to because we were without Avery Anderson. And TCU's out without a couple guys, but we're out Avery. And that clearly... You know, it, it played a point in that 19-point lead being blown. John Mike Wright did step into a good job. Caleb Asbury's been coming on, right? We know these things. Uh, but we also know Musa Cisse is at 85. Maybe he's approaching 90% by now. Caleb got banged up a little bit in the game, but he came back, so obviously it wasn't too big of a deal. But, you know, that's just part of the gig in the Big 12 when you're getting down to the, the meat and taters of it all. That's where we're at, right? That's where you're at in the season is you're getting to the meat and taters part. And, you know, you, you don't want to peak too high. But, again, I don't think we are because we know Avery's hurt. We know Moose is still banged up. We know Caleb got banged up a little bit. We know that Woody Newton missed a big chunk of the season. We know that Caleb Asbury dealt with some stuff, missing a little bit of this, the, the season and development as well. So I don't think we have seen the best yet. We, we haven't played a full 40 minutes, not one time all year. The closest we got to, you know, even – Getting there was the OU game. We almost played 40 minutes there, right? So regardless of what the injury situation is, we're wanting our guys like Caleb to continue to play with confidence, especially when Bryce is a little bit off target. And Bryce has been out a little bit or off a little bit, right? He, he has. Again, blowing that, that lead, 
yes, it sucks, but it's also a testament to Jamie Dixon, is it not? Like, they're the number 15 team in America. And I was on a Twitter space the other day, and uh, there's a lot of people that forgot that he was at Pitt. When he was at Pittsburgh, he was taking them to the Final Four. So he's been a legend, and he's had our number. I think the the number going into the game was they'd beat us like eight of our last ten. Um, so, yeah, this one feels good. And them coming back, although we did make enough mistakes, it's a testament to why they're number 15 and why they're good, that good and who he is um, and why he's able to put on a, a dry race board good ways that they could go on a 20 to three run guys. They went on a 20 point scoring run while we scored three and we still found a way to win, which is huge because even the players will tell you, John Michael Wright did say it. This situation early in the season, these are the games that we lost. We didn't seem to always have the ability to close these games out when it mattered. So this, the sign of maturity, is again another reason I don't think we're peaking too high. This is the premier King Dangalang conference in all of America. So all of the rosters are pretty loaded. So any injury situation is not going to be as um, visible as before. It just, again, this is a testament to the strength of the conference, just like the, the, the game that TCU ended up playing and making it what it was is a testament to Jamie Dixon and the talent that they have. This is. <laughs> This conference is a blast, and it's so much fun that we are in the thick of it. Like we're, we're here. And one of the reasons I think that we are here is because I think you could probably argue that there are some dudes on the team that probably have a decent helping of Built Bar in their life. Ladies and gentlemen, you already know that Built Bar is my favorite sponsor. They have been for quite some time now, and you – you get it, right? You get it. I've actually got messages about people trying to seek out Bill Barr, so uh, I know it's working here. And again, we've talked about before, regardless of where you're at with the holiday season, if you want something that tastes like a legitimate candy bar but has all of the, the things in it to help you, like uh, 130 calories, 14 grams of sugar, and only, well, I guess you could say a whopping <laughs> 17 grams of protein, these, bar these, these bars are so good. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. And, you know, you probably just ought to go health, go on ahead, get yourself a box. Head to Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section. Grab a box for yourself. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, coconut puffs. And I do know that they're, they're, going, uh, they're selling very, very well because some of the messages I'm getting are saying they, they're not finding all of these flavors. So you keep doing you, Bill Barr. We'll keep doing us. And our people will keep doing their thing. And if Walmart seems to kind of not have what you're looking for, try Sam's Club. There's a good shot. They're going to have a 13-bar box for you. And, and the flavors, again, they're endless. But get on it, right? When they get it in stock, you got to go grab it. It is obviously that good, and then you can thank me later. So go grab yourself some Bill Bar. All right. In closing, uh, um, and y'all know that that means there's still a lot, a lot to go. <laughs> but yeah, so now Avery Anderson and his wrist injuries day to day. Um, again, I think Musa's getting closer to ninety percent. Tyreek is a beast. We've talked about what he was doing for the UConn game. And we knew we we're going against a 7-2 dude. And that was a game that I think if we play that right here, right now, it's a W. I really do. 
You know, when they were cruising at that time, a lot of people didn't think we stood a chance. And I'm not going to get on a big old spiel about the Twin Towers. I know you guys know I've talked about that a thousand times by now, but it is what it is. Um, they can all, they can all understand, right? The position they're in. And we already know that Moose, as he say at 85, 90% is better than most of the countries, hundred percent. So let's rally around them. Let's all live in the moment together because right now the moment is awesome. Caleb Boone <laughs> even said his teammates called him out. Uh, because he he had to get checked for taking a little wild lefty type of hook, sh- hook shot. Now, they legitimately care about each other, which is why they can be 100% honest with each other. It allows the accountability to happen without any animosity whatsoever. John Muggle Wright even said that, that Caleb Boone has been a, a phenomenal teammate, right? Somebody that they can all rely on, um, and he allows them to kind of help themselves grow. And they've talked about it. And again, losing that 19-point lead early in the season, that's a loss. We've learned how to galvanize behind each other now and we're turning these things into wins. Five of the last six, three in a row. It is what it is. And again, the series is 79-73. We won 79-73. We then swept TCU lady, horny toads. It just, it was destiny. The day was meant to be. So now that we're right in the midst of being in contention to have a decent seating for the Big 12, we have to find ways to control our own destiny. And they know that. We knew that. The Big 12 knows that. And if we continue playing this way, the whole country will soon also know that. Right? It's just... It's a fact of life. And as I just teased, yes, you already heard, you already know, we got uh, Mr. Boone Brumerson out, lady, lady cowgirls, and the lady horny toads went at it. And comparable to this last game, we used a 25-point fourth quarter, right, to kind of take advantage. Pretty comparable this time. But this time was even better because we scored 23 in the fourth quarter and held TCU to a 11. And we also talked about in the last video about how we have so many players that are stepping up now around that even when Naomi Alnanas is not completely on fire, we're okay. We can still win games, whether it's Taylor Collins, whether it's Lexi Keys, whether it's Taryn Milton, whether it's uh, Claire Chastain, it really doesn't matter because we won't talk about the boys' team galvanizing and being together. The women's team already has been. The women's team is, is closer together than the men's team has been for a little while. Um, but, again, whenever you can do that and Naomi Alnanis gets hot, that's usually a W. And she comes in and drops 20. Taylor Collins drops 19. Lexi Keys is hitting from the outside a little bit. Which we'll, we'll talk about that. So she, she drops 12 points. Taryn Milton chips in another 10. But we only shot like 26% from the, uh, the, the three-point line. That ain't, that ain't going to help much, right? So we've got to get that figured out. Because when you hit almost 50% from the floor at, at any point in time in the game, you're doing pretty good, right? 
And we're a team that knows we have shooters, so we like to shoot. Lohor Garzon loves to pull the trigger. Lexi Keys, obviously somebody that can typically stroke it up from the outside as well. So when we're off a little bit from the outside, which is a large part of our, our, our whole mindset, when we don't have that ability to know that we can win down low, we can win in, I don't know, multiple ways. Multiple ways of winning is a direct reflection of what? Of leadership. It is a direct reflection of leadership. So get behind everything. Everything. Inside Galgarive Arena, including wrestling. Got to give them a quick shout out. Good job, John Smith. Your back was against the wall, and you took down number six, Michigan. Now you have another top five matchup. So if you can get this one, that really kind of turns the season. It really does. Because, again, we know we have problems scoring points. We know we have problems getting bonus points. Tech falls, near falls. The, the whole concept of just winning decisions, again, it's good for Ws. It could very well win you the Big 12. But it ain't going to win you the national title. So he knows what we need to work on. And we respect him for that. So, again, anything and everything. And I mean everything. Inside Galgrab Arena, come on, guys. Let's get down for it. And our phenomenal kick-awesome athletic director, Chad Weiberg, and our kick-awesome phenomenal Dr. Casey Shrum. Come on, y'all. Let's get 13,000 in the daggone seats Wednesday for Texas Tech. Let's just do it. We know we can, and y'all we trust. So fans want to do their part. I promise you. Meet, meet, meet us halfway. Meet us halfway and see if we can put 13K in that building. Because, again, putting 9, 10, 11K in on multiple games in a row now, it's, it's great, right? It's better than it's been for years. But it can get so, so, so much better. So much better. The team has not peaked yet as a team. We're finding pieces, right? And we're putting these puzzle pieces together. And the puzzle's getting better every single game but we know we have chunks still we have these chunks that if we can cut out those people that are being called crazy for saying we we could be a sweet 16 team they become a little less crazy now i don't know if i'm drinking that much kool-aid but getting into the tourney and winning a game i think that should be the expectation now coming into the season it was if we don't make the tournament i mean people got a question mike boynton he was going to get another year because he's earned it. But, you know, they weren't entirely wrong. So to see what's happening now, it's phenomenal. So let's get behind it. Everybody, everybody involved, fans, students, um, staff, faculty, everybody. Let's let's do this thing together so we can keep bringing out Mr. Boone, Brumerson all the time. I can't wait for baseball season or even women's basketball. All of this stuff, guys. Like, if the, Okay, put in perspective. If the women's basketball team goes to the Sweet 16 and let's say Lexi Keys or Naomi Alnadas or Lower goes on, hit the game winner to get us into the Sweet 16, then Mr. Boone Brumerson might become neutral Lexi Boone Brumerson or baseball season, right? Let's say Rock Reggio has a season we know he's capable of. Then it's Rock Boone, Brumerson. So I'm a fan. He's a fan. 
I'm glad you guys are as well. So thank you very much. And you know, as always, I love you all. God bless. Go Pokes. And let's get this circulating. Come on. Get this thing churning up. Help me. Help you. Help them. Help us all. Put the fans in the stands. And and, and just the visceral reaction. Watch it happen. And then just like the Bilt Bar, just like the FanDuel, y'all can thank me later. So thank you very much for making this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. All righty, y'all. Later.